season four. Come away with me. It's season four. I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's season four. Uh, wow. I didn't even think I'd last season two, you know. But welcome back to season four of Afternoons Like This. We started off as a traveler's story, and then we're now Afternoons Like This. Um, and it's been a great ride, so... Welcome back. I'm your host, Femi. I read, I write, I travel, I return, write some more. I'm a storyteller. I'm an eternal storyteller. Um, If you're new here, welcome. If you're old here, welcome back. Everyone's welcome. Um, Yeah, God, season four. We're going to do things a touch differently or different. Differently. I think differently is the right word. Like I'm starting to find my footing in the podcasting uh, world. It's not a natural medium to me. I I love words. And so I put them down on the page. I read them. I put them down on my blog. I read them. I write them. And so talking so much solitary is, I do it in my house. You know when you do things in your house, like you talk to yourself and you dance. In the I do all that, but talking into a mic and putting it out there for people um, it's just not something that I'm used to. I'm not a, I don't like speaking in public. I am a, does it public? No, public. I, I don't, I'm not a great public speaker. I am an introvert. And so this is all very, very, very new to me. And so I think I'm a little bit more comfortable all season four. I have to be more comfortable. I've talked a lot. I've talked hours and hours and hours at you guys and you've liked it. Thank you so much. And so um, season four, I think I'm finding my footing again, but I say that now, but then this season is going to be completely different and I'll probably put my foot in it a lot of times. But um, yeah, it's season four, afternoons like this. It's about storytelling. It's about travel, a lot of travel. I do a lot of travel. It's about books and TV shows that I've watched that I love, books that I love and um, things, just general lifestyle things that I that I love that I think you'll enjoy um, and recommending that. And on the blog, I do even so much more. I talk about places. I go to places. I write articles, I write news, newsy articles, I write about fashion, I write about books, the odd recipes that I'm playing with, that I'm eating, cocktail recipes that I love, that I've made, that I've tested, wine recommendations that I love, that I've made, I've tested, um, give guides over the holiday season, short stories, I write a lot of short stories on my blog, the advent stories, as you know, I'm wrapping up my my summer um, short stories, and so, yeah, just lifestyle things. It's it's a very, well, afternoons like this is a speakeasy where you can just come in and we'll sit down and we'll have a glass of something or a bottle of other things and just enjoy and just enjoy each other's company and live life. And that's the extension of what the podcast is about and the blog. So they're simpatico with each other, but not so much because half the times you find what is on the blog 
is not on the podcast, what I've written about on the blog, will probably make it into an extended version in the podcast. I also have a very fantastic newsletter that's probably going to go out next weekend or the weekend after, when it's fall proper. Listen, I have a serious bone to pick with you lot that are now talking about summer and summer hasn't even finished her game. She's just getting her shit together. So calm down. Just calm the fuck down. All you lot talking about fall, yeah? Just fall the fuck back because this is this is not the place. It's not the place. It's not the time. Chill out because summer is just getting into her. She's just getting her second innings going. So just give her time to see herself out. You know how summer is in the UK. We never really get a good summer. And then later in then late September, early September, October time, the sun finds her mojo and she comes out and it's all, oh, yay. And then it's a false summer and then we get into winter because we're skipping right past um, right past the autumn. Anyway, summer is still here. She's still around. She still wants to be counted. She still wants to be a hot girl. Give her a minute, let her do a shit and get the hell out of our way so that we can just fall back into fall. But you lot who are talking about fall already, I need you to calm down because this now is not the time. Now is not the time. Summer's still here. Anyway, so yes, that's, um, what was I saying? I can't even remember. Yes, my summer stories. I'm wrapping that up in the next two weeks. So I'll neatly tie it off <laughs> with a bow. Thank you so much for everyone who's read it and who's really enjoyed it. It's been surprising to see the reaction, but thank you so much. So that's going to come to an end. And then we're going to go into autumn, winter. And the newsletter for autumn is coming out mid-September and it goes straight through to December. And then the one for December is coming out beginning of December. And it's normally around... 60 to 100 pages, depending on what I'm talking about. In it, you find travel, books, TV, something about wardrobe, a recipe or two, if I'm feeling it. Um, and, and just things like that, an itinerary to travel, whatever. Just things like that, that I cover in a newsletter. It's a very, very, very well researched and detailed um, kind of space where I talk about things even more passionately than I do on the blog because it's a newsletter and it's more intimate and it's not um, it's not going out to a whole bunch of people who read my blog. It's going out to people who subscribe to it. It's completely free. It'll always be free. I don't charge any money for any kind of content I put out because the audience is why I have the, the platform to do what I'm doing. And so if you want to subscribe for that, the autumn newsletter is probably going to have... And my, my itinerary for Morocco, which is, you know how I feel about Morocco. I love Morocco. So that's going to be there. And so if you want to subscribe, you can go to the blog, afternoonslikethis.com to subscribe. And and also there's always, there's always something in there for people who shop my print store. I have a print store as well, travelingstories.co. <laughs> so much. Um, so yes, do that. But anyway, season four, welcome back to Afternoons Like This. So, as I said, we're going to do things a little different for season four. I'm going to dedicate this season to talk about churches in and around Europe, and I think one in Cuba, because I'm fascinated by churches. And this is not 
Listen, I'm not here to be controversial. I'm Catholic, so I'm very, very aware of the controversies of the Catholic Church. I'm not here to be controversial. I'm not here to start anything. There'll be no fights. It'll just be me talking about the churches that I've been to, that I find fascinating. Little things about them, like the artworks in churches, right? The the sculptures, the the flooring, the, the ceiling, the history, the story behind the church and why it's there. And it's religious kind of rooting through the centuries and the church that was there before the church that was there before the church that's now there. You know, there's there's a controversial Immaculate Conception and there's a statue of that. And I visited it in the church it was in. And and so there's um there's the uh the controversial sculpture again. Or I mean um, we have a thing with controversies in the Catholic Church and our sculptures. I don't know why, but the controversial um the ecstasy of Saint Teresa that's in Santa Maria della Vittoria in Rome that I visited. But it's also talking about the church. There's, I went to an abandoned church that. Uh, uh, had the quote-unquote first marriage of the first lesbian or the first diarist lesbian in New York. So I'm going to talk about all of these things that I find fascinating about different churches that I've been to. I've written about a couple of churches on my uh, on my blog. I've written about, um, I'm going to fuck up the name now, sorry. And I'm also going to try and not swear <laughs> so much this season. Yes, I'm trying to be a good Catholic girl. I, I, I'm not. I, you know I'm not. But anyway, I think it's Saurog in Lisbon. I've written about that, the ostentatiousness of that church, because it's meant to have the most um, expensive altar in all of Europe, which I find quite controversial because, you know, riches and churches and their people suffer. It's all those things. So I've written about that. I'm not going to talk about that church, but if you want to read it, by all means, I'll put a link in the show notes for where you can read that article. But I'm going to talk about, like, it's... uh, as I said, this is not to be controversial. I find there is something about churches that grounds the soul of a place. If you want to know the history of a place, you look at its religious institutions. It tells a story. It'll give you that and so much more. It's so it's, you know, I love visiting churches. I love visiting museums. I love visiting churches. I, I it's somewhere that you know empires turn on the whim of powerful men and powerful men are always at the helm of the conscience of society and the helm of society is anchored by its religious institutions it's just the way we are we we got to the church of england via the catholic church in rome because henry VIII wanted to marry his concubine anne boleyn we yes this 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 happens this this is how we got to the church of england and i talk about that murder in the in, in the church you know murders are committed on the grounds of the most sacred cathedral in england in the first the first lesbian union took place in a church in the north of england queens who inspired pizzas are buried in the halls of one of the most incredible churches on earth and the most stunning church on earth is not even finished churches besides being a thing of mastery for me they often have that innate thing to ground a person who finds themselves in it. And that's what churches do for me. You know, and this season, I'm going to take you on a visit to some of my favorite churches in Europe. Nope, the Vatican is not even making the cut. Impressive as it is, it's just not making the cut. And there's one that holds one of the most unique statues in 
a lot of places in the world and that's in Cuba. It's one of eight, it's one of, it's there, there are only eight of these statues in the world and one of them is in a church in Cuba. So it's going to be a bit of a history lesson. It's going to be a bit of, we're learning stuff together. I love history. I'm a student of history. I'm a sucker for history. And when I decided to do this, I had, I did a lot of research into it. Not even half of the things I research are going to make it into this, but a lot of research was carried out. And I'm sure I'll get some facts wrong by your means, email me and call me out, whatever. But for what it's worth, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful time this season because we're going to church. Grab your rosary beads, grab your prayer books, grab whatever you want to grab, grab a glass of champagne, whatever it is, and come away with me. Why don't you? To church. To church.